0: panel is Wakanda Occasionally, POC in the MCU. Uh, First off, just to introduce us, uh, we are The Defended. We are a podcast that is part of the Gifted Sounds Network. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all Uh, over the internet. Bar mitzvahs, Uh, (laughs) generals, breakups. Yeah. Uh, So my name is Rich. I'm one of the co-hosts. You guys want
1: to introduce yourselves?
2: I'm uh, Caramel Thunder. I only strip <laughs> on Mondays. No, I'm Lance. <laughs> One to, to call <laughs>
1: What's up? I'm Candace,
3: also a host. Uh, and I'm Terrence, and I'm just around sometimes.
0: <laughs> You're around more than I am, so if That's you ever listen true. to That's this true. podcast, you'll know that I have a lot of You're life still shit, in the infinity but... dust. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, I'm in yeah, infinity yeah, dust. Yeah. Yeah. So I was poofed out. Um, so first off, uh, is everyone in here familiar with the MCU, the Marvel movies, TV shows, Netflix shows, right? Okay, all right, good. So that's where we're gonna be using, uh, what we're gonna be using as our like jumping off point because we are a Marvel-based show. Everything that we talk about is based around all those Marvel movies and TV shows and uh, web series and stuff like that. So um, what we wanted to do was talk a little bit about how They've been doing with representing people like us because most of these movies involve white men jumping around doing cool shit that we would like to do too, except for Black mm-hmm. Panther. So, I guess the first question is uh, down the line, each and every one of you do you feel represented in the MCU? Uh,
2: well, I guess I go. Um, <laughs> I'm right next to you. Uh, I'm West Indian born. Well, mo- I came in when I was like 14, so um, I guess the most recent representation of that is Luke Cage season two, and the terrible, 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 <laughs> terrible. So bad. I'm sure, I'm sure they did their best.
1: They did their I'm, best.
2: I'm sure they did their best. <laughs> what are you uh,
0: talking about? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I thought that was a lovely right. example God. of a
0: trick yes. accent. <laughs>
2: A lot of Jamaicans featured in this one. Uh, I believe I heard some Grenadian accents as well that were try to pass off as Jamaican, which is weird. But um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I would say this. I would give them this. If you if you are West Indian and you um, you know Jamaicans, and if they speak the straight up patois, that's from that. It's you're not. You're probably you know. If they, I don't know of any Jamaican actor that would actually speak it verbatim on television in america and people be like huh because people had a hard time even understanding rihanna's work so <laughs> it's like i kind of i kind of I, I would give them a little bit of okay they had to like make it audible in some way so it's like but um most of them was just really bad and then the little stupid little jokes that they had here and there which is kind of like eh. jamaica I
3: mean, me crazy yeah that, oh, that was
2: yeah Especially when Misty Knight was like... What did she say um, to Luke? <laughs> it was like, every, everything RE or something? I don't remember. Every, but yeah, yeah. Everything RE. So you feel
0: like that, that uh, they used uh, Jamaican culture more as a punchline throughout this season then?
2: It it felt that way. I mean, but there were also punchlines for Misty Knight's arm, like the whole thing Oh, you damn. Need and the and whole and all, season. Yeah, wow, there, the was, there was Able Able a lot Able of that. Ableist, so.
0: racist. Mm. Luke Cage is not <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're killing it. You know, there
2: were there was like a, a lot of those... Kind of like they try to balance out the insensitiveness, I guess. But even when they were like, <laughs> what was it? The Rum Punch Massacre? I was the, the, very that? angry. <laughs> uh. Karen
3: Page decided to label. Yeah, that was like. Karen Page wrote that. I was like, really? Headline. That's that's
2: what we do? Mm. Like, okay. Um, so it, the representation was just off in many ways. Even like the the biggest one to me was the, the two little kids. Um, very young that. You would find two little kids in, in Brooklyn that still have that thick ass accent. It's like, bro, that that age, the, the, the likelihood of you finding them kids like that. Right? Are you talking cage. about the two kids? Me yeah. kids. No, me and you know, Cage. No, we'll just, me me you know? That that's so unlikely. It's ridiculous. It was, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Right. it's, it's Very so
2: unlikely. unlikely. It was just like, oh, okay, I, I guess we're now in Bumblecloth land or whatever. The fuck. It was like that's how I feel like. It was like, what are we? What are we doing? It's like, no, that's not. No. It, but yeah, right now I feel like the representation is just. I, I, I don't even have a level or a rating for it It's just kind of like ah, I'm just sitting there with my mouth open like wow I guess this is where we at and I just want to slap one of the writers maybe I don't know, yeah. but that's about it that's just how I felt.
0: About Candace what about you do you feel represented by any character at all throughout the entirety of the MCU?
1: Um, well for me it's been like a slippery slope to happiness for Marvel because I've mostly been very disengaged for the reason like you said a bunch of white guys running around and as far as superheroes go they weren't my favorite white guys and so I was just sort of like less enthusiastic unlike my sister and Jessica Jones was probably like the first real interest I really took in like okay here's some serious content that I can relate to um, as a woman and then you know basically Thor um, and Black Panther but on the one hand, I feel like here are some women, here are some women of color, they're kicking ass, but in the case of both Valkyrie and uh, Okoye, who's kind of a mixture of characters in Ayo, I was looking forward to queer representation as those characters are supposed to be bisexual, and it didn't happen. And it's a various number of reasons. We know that Tessa fought for representation for Valkyrie and wherever those scenes are, they're somewhere, not on the DVD, same thing is gotcha. the case for Ao. Yeah, not on the DVD either. And so it's kind of like, You know, because those things were talked about prior to the the characters launching. And so to not see it be a part of it dampens my excitement a little bit. Um, And so I'm still waiting for Marvel to take that leap, not on television, as they did in The Runaways, finally, um, this past Mm -hmm. season. Where DC has been a little bit faster with that on television, at least, with um, Supergirl and was it League of Legends and they have League of Legends they have like two people people in different (laughs) (laughs) universes. she's crossing (laughs) things and so I think they can be better and so I'm finally like really excited and like you know I've never been a huge cosplayer, things like that, and I find myself now gravit- these, gravitating towards these characters. Hmm. Um, and it's really fun and exciting for me, and I feel like I can be like everyone else because I was a big X-Men fan, and you know, it's just been like a dark history for the past 15 <laughs> years of like uh, seeing a storm in the X-Men in movies. The um, X-Men so, movies have been pretty hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, they're hit or miss. And so just for me personally, the person I'm checking for, um, I'm very excited for Valkyrie. I hope she appears in Avengers 4. Um, because she excites me. And same for Okoye and Ayo and the rest of the Dormelage and anyone else. I mean, because I definitely wasn't checking for Black Widow. Still not. Um, <laughs> is anyone... Just show quick show of hands.
0: Is anyone excited for the
1: solo Black Widow movie? I'm, That's I'm, what I thought. All right, cool.
0: Yeah. All right, great. Nobody. Let the record show. Nobody, Nobody asked for room. that film. No one no asked exactly.
3: Black Widow fans.
0: So. Did anyone ask for that? Does anyone know? No, no one asked. How me. this is fucking happening? <laughs> well,
3: you know, she recently said no to playing uh Oh well, uh, oh, uh, whatever,
0: whatever. I feel
2: like good, Brie. Larson. Good for her.
1: Too late. Brie gave a her a call. She had a phone call. Yeah, like, the Marvel executives were like, like, "Listen, you
2: want this movie to happen? Uh yeah. We trying to repeat um, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell. What we trying like, to do?
0: Like, like, do you want to be the next J Law? I mean, do you, <laughs> Terrence, What about you? Do you feel represented?
3: I'm gonna have to say a hard no, but it's okay because I see that some effort to being or at least trying to be made. Where, sort of like how I share your sentiments with how season two Luke Cage it's like, I'm looking at a lot of things, but whose audience it was this shot in this oh, way sure, for? Sure. I don't know what we're trying to relate to. That That's part of a big issue of a lot of the content, where things are supposed to be inclusive, sort of really fall short, whether it's from the explanation point or from... The person ostracizing whatever they're looking at especially someone off screen like a Karen Page who can call something that attack that happened in Brooklyn the wrong punch massacre and you know <laughs> she wasn't even there but you know that's gonna be like the buzz line that's there for uh, the press for the, uh, the police department is like how do you then all of a sudden be omniscient and then get gain control over the narrative and it, it had nothing to do with you, so it's a lot of intangible, intangible people with too much strength getting to do all of these things with scenarios and people. And it, I don't like the external or third person feeling of a powerlessness for something I could have tried to feel sympathy for. Because it was almost like it was a big joke. You get me? Mm. It's like, well, I wasn't the victim, but you know, I mean, you know, yeah. we gotta, we gotta you know, shake the table a little bit, you know, get the people talking. And, and the, the way the term savages is used throughout the season as well, how they're trying to say, you know, yeah. um, we have to fit into this cutout and be respectable. And, you know, hopefully ICE won't bother us and deport us and things of that nature. It's, you know, we, we can't win with being forced into those kinds of boxes. So even seeing that then, yes, those hit home. But as far as me rooting for for, for someone. I mean, Bushmaster did what he had to do, and I respected it. I'm not gonna say that he represents how I would handle things, even if I am an anarchist of sorts. Uh, you know, uh, maybe, uh, maybe Piranha. I don't know. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he might rep- represent I, me somewhat.
0: I think uh, one common theme that has happened a lot throughout the most recent MCU entries is that uh, the villains might be someone you could understand what their point of view is, you just don't understand why they're responding to that point of view the way that they are. For instance, you could understand why Killmonger is so angry and why he wants to do the things that he wants to do. You don't understand why he's doing that though when there's a much better way. Hashtag Nakia was right. Um, (laughs) But we clearly see that time and time again that there's a villain's like, okay, yeah, I get why you're mad but now it comes the time to say like well what do we do with that with that anger and then you kind of see that reflected in the heroes as well they're like shit, i'm in the same moral quandary what do i do All right. yeah. um I'll, I'll say for me personally as a hispanic male that the only person that uh, there's only three hispanic characters i can think of off the top of my head and that's uh, uh the character that michael pena plays in ant-man um, yeah. Who is uh, clearly a uh, uh, Mexican character, but uh, culturally, you don't really get that from him. Uh, then there's uh, the Robbie Reyes ghost rider from the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. Um, and he's kind of like in and out. He's very much like a, 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 a ghost in the most <laughs> literal sense. He's <laughs> just like, he's there for a couple episodes and he's like, and I'm gone. And so I really don't get to resonate with him as much. And then the one that. Unfortunately, because he's a villain, the one that I uh, that resonates with me the most is Shades from Luke Cage. Um, and it's like, "Oh, another Puerto Rican man. Hey, oh no, he's killing people. That, maybe that's not great.
1: Yeah, well, I was, was actually going to bring Laird, her up yes. because she's supposed to be Afro yeah, Afro Cuban, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is directly like my background. And I actually feel like they do a shit-tastic job of handling her cultural awareness. Like, for one, and this was something simple I'd been looking for, it was just like food. And that, like, in black culture and the various aspects of the diaspora, like, food is a big thing. And certainly for Latinos. And I was just shocked, shocked that not one of those times did she even cook.
4: A dry plastic <laughs> for her man, her she didn't, didn't even cook. make a
1: sandwich. I was like, yeah. really, bitch. You don't got no rice. Not not, a, not <laughs> rice and beans. Not even is, rice and is beans. is a big dude, not even was eggs. Like Come on,
2: she's not. She never. Even, she never once says, oh, baby, you hungry?". She be too eat, busy eat making. Like, that's usually, <laughs> yeah. what I, I get that from my aunties. And, and stuff their like weird that,
1: racism, colorism argument was strange, oh, yeah. and it felt it felt strange because they're supposed to be dating for several months and yet this is the first time they're talking about Luke's problems being a black man in Harlem with the cops come on man and so I just I felt like obviously a lot of white writers behind that and if there were some black writers in the room they definitely did not have the appropriate background to to add some real meat and authenticity to what she was saying to Luke about her family, and the fact that that's when she brought it up. She's like, hey, I'm Cuban, I'm this, and my family has problems, and that was it. And I was like, what? <laughs> what, do you, what is that supposed to mean? What so, do, like, what horrible. does that have to do
3: with me being black
1: man right. in America? <laughs> what that, like, like, what have to do with the cops? Right?
0: So what do you attribute problems like that to, then? Is it uh, a writer's room thing? Is it maybe actors not being vocal enough about how things should be? Because I would, I would assume that Rosario Dawson is smart enough to say, maybe this is not the right way this would happen
1: she is but isn't she also Dominican and so I don't know that I mean, because it does change like what Lance was saying from island to island, like cultural things can shift. And so I don't know that maybe she is the best person to source because not every actor is a good person to source for information. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then, you know, there's also like the power structure in the writer's room. So you can make a suggestion, but they're always open not to take your suggestions, which was something that I thought was cool about how to get away with murder. I don't know if anyone watched that show. But there was a scene maybe in the first or second season where Michaela like slaps Um, an older, an elder black woman character. She didn't slap her, but that was written in the scene. And um, at a Paley Fest they talked about it and they basically, she said, she went to the writer and she was like, hey, there's no way that I can slap this older black woman and just like get away with it. If I do successfully slap her, she has to knock me off the table or just do something else to like win. And so they had it where she like catches her hand and she doesn't get the slap. And so that was something where the white writer listened and was like, okay, this is an aspect of black culture that is appropriate. Let me add it. And so I'm just not confident that every white writer actually feels like they have a missing section. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, no, I read this book, I saw this documentary, I can totally write it. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't always come out authentic, of course.
3: Like, who, who are you? I'm writing for Luke Cage. Okay.
1: You
0: know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, let's talk about uh, Black Panther, then, and its success. Um, when we were talking at the beginning, asking you guys about, do you feel represented, not Nobody really, uh, except Candace, you're the only person that mentioned Black Panther. Even though Black Panther was a huge success and it was good to see representation, even then it's a very specific type of black representation. Mm -hmm. So what do you feel they did right and what do you feel needs to happen now in the coming movies to maybe expand on that?
1: Oh, is that, is that hard and fast to me, straight? No, no, to everyone. Yeah, yeah, is that too I'll difficult of a question? Uh, are we getting too no, heavy? No, 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 I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm still a, marinating. So. No, no, so. not
0: for everyone. You, yes.
3: know, um, you know, we get to see you know, overshots of some certain aspects of the city. You know, we can kind of see what these people are doing. I want to know what these people are doing. Oh, I want to yeah. know people are together, not just because someone said my love. Like, can, can, <laughs> can there be a demonstration of, of said love in some way? Maybe they don't do that here. Like, that means that. Maybe, maybe they don't. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, I mean, I guess we saw what, I guess what constitute Wakanda trash in the form of uh, Wakabi. Wakabi. <laughs> I mean, the, oh, did he a, ever he get he put, put on Kaleer's punishment? character? Did he ever get put on punishment for, for going against the tribe uh, we didn't really see it. Was, don't know. Know. We didn't no, see no, it. No, no. it. Know. But, he,
0: picked the, he picked the wrong side in Get Out and he picked the wrong side <laughs> in Black Panther. He's just but, constantly picking the wrong person it's a, to side with. But isn't it with. amazing to know that pretty much...
3: Cross the dice pole. We all know he's in the doghouse, but we just. But why don't we get to see it? If we all know it's coming, I, I, he better be raking up rhino crap, something, just, just anything. Something like, like what's this? Yeah, punishment? definitely. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I dig. I dig uh, what uh, Terrence is saying. I's like I'm, I'm super interested in the Wakandan society as a whole. Yeah, there's Black Panther and all that great stuff that's happening. But what about the regular people? I want to know how their schools function. Is there some some different types of? I know they have different type of religions, and but I want to see if there's, like, is there, like, a fourth one coming up? Like, what's going on? What are their social structures? Mm. Um, I would say, I was making jokes earlier. I said, I want to see a different world in Wakanda. I want to see a fresh prince of Billy. I, I want to see all of that. I want to see if there's, like, art, even though this society is so rich, is everybody rich? Is there, like, a disparity between the, the kings and queens or whoever the elders are versus the regular dude who's just not born into that, um, that line, that bloodline of anything?
3: Well, sorry to jump before you get to even speak. But remember, we were talking about Jabari integration since, you know, now they are sitting at the table. Will they be open to learning technology? Will we get to see some of the mishaps of trying to, I don't know, (laughs) fire something because it's maybe it's sensitive equipment that gets broken? Um, And then we're talking about maybe representation in the
0: Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah true oh, yeah, that that yeah. <laughs> well, i think when? right now <laughs> when? wakanda and the rest of the world is in a little bit of disrepair so i don't think well, they could be thinking about the Wakanda's olympics right that. now when Spoils. everybody's been <laughs> disappeared out of existence but uh, uh candace what oh, do you think
1: about uh yeah all that stuff that was said about wakanda is true but for me like first on the list is always going to be the doors obviously mm-hmm. i want to know Everything there is to know about the Doras. Um, I could take an origin film for Okoye. I could take an origin film for any single one of them. Any, at any point in history, I just want to know what the training process is. Yes. The selection. Um, the selection, like the inner potential fights to be like, who's the best Dora? Like how you know Okoye's rise to being literally the best warrior in Wakanda. Yeah. Um, I would love to see, um, just like side note, non-Marvel related, but when we were talking, when you put me onto Krypton, and uh, that actress who was there and she was going toe-to-toe with like huge male characters, and I loved that. And so I would love to see that, something like that displayed with the Dora warriors because they are the best and there are, you know, guy warriors in Wakanda and I just want to see like some shit go down.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. Um, And a plot, of course, a plot. Oh, okay. It was interesting to know that Uh, they they say that the Doras are the best uh, by far of all the warriors in Wakanda and yet when they were going up against um, the the shepherding tribe I can't remember the name of their tribe the The border border tribe yes the border tribe that they were just barely hanging during that fight scene, during the big fight scene at the end of Black Panther. It's like, if you guys are supposed to be the best, why aren't you already just destroying everyone? And I think they really did them a disservice in the writing of that scene. I get it because you have to like have a plot and it needs to be interesting. So well, it has not to cool. be so back and badassery to Black
1: Widow for fighting the Black Order in the Infinity War is, because she definitely should not have been able to like. hang like that. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's always been
2: an issue with just, when it comes to action, when women are involved, mm-hmm. black, white, doesn't matter, they, they softened it. It's never hard-hidden as, I think, a couple of years back, uh, Haywire, when, um, what's her name, the um, mixed martial arts. Gina Carano. Show, like, oh. When she was doing that. I know
0: my fight stuff. I
2: haven't, <laughs> I can't remember a time before that, I've seen such hard-hidden fights of a woman doing that sort of thing. Yeah, we had The Matrix and everything, but even that was kind of like, and let's pull your punches a little oh, bit.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, look yeah, like at Nikita for, sure, right. for sure. For sure, that was for like, sure. you know, and it's just that it's so far and few in between. Yeah, they're spread and
1: apart, because then it would be like Alias, you know, and that's Jennifer Garner, beginning of her career.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Way
1: beginning of her career.
2: And even like, yeah. um, there, there is a part of the Dora Milaje that they didn't talk about in the movie, which is um, their uh, Black Ops. Dora, those Those right. ladies are, if you've read the books and stuff like that, they're wet works. They're like, ah, we're going to kill some shit. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> who they are. Like, you know, they're, yeah, okay, she's definitely top, but she trained them. Right. But they don't talk about that, you know what I'm saying? But, like, that I would love to see as well. And I would love to see something just as hard-hitting, like, Atomic Blonde. Like yeah, for sure. Like, when um, Charlize Theron's doing her thing and whatnot, like, I want to see that because everybody, it's like, I feel like uh, Hollywood is too afraid. It just might, it's too afraid to hit women. Like, it's like, well, they're trained assassins. They've been trained to kill. I should expect, like you know what I mean? It should get rough, because this is the job that you are in, what you're trained for, and stuff like that. So get rough, get nasty, and stuff like that. Well, uh,
3: unfortunately, not every actor actress actor will sign the check and then simultaneously go to the gym and bulk up well, which makes some visuals hard to believe like <laughs> I'm not going to look at someone not see muscle definition and then just expect them to be able to withstand all these talking Danny Rand? Uh, I, I'm talking about
0: I'm, I'm talking about we uh, have uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> Iron Fist thing you talking about <clears throat> ignore my costume <laughs> but we do hate Iron Fist <laughs> <clears throat> we we we'll hit the Netflix Iron Fist I should, I should. Uh,
2: <laughs> you, you had your hand up?
4: Yeah, I like, well, because it's kind of like what you're saying pushes against the, the concept of violence against women. Where True, yes, yeah. you see this a lot. It's, it's a common trope, And so then the other side of this is, well, why is she getting beat up? And then the guys, you don't even really see that brutality against guys. Like you, you conceptualize they're mm. hard hitting. Because there's two bigger people. But that doesn't mean that the blow isn't just as devastating if I hit your, your nerve or your joint. Um, what it seems like in Marvel is um, Black Widow is very like precise. And that's her strength. And so that's a different type of strength than just coming blow to blow and, and punching. So Absolutely. I hear what
0: you're yeah, saying,
2: sure. but I. I no, you
4: know,
2: it's, it's. Yeah, I completely understand.
4: It's a understand. different concept of like.
2: Yeah, it can be. Yeah, yeah. It can be very contradictory. I, I always say it's a little contradictory. It's like, how do you balance that? How do you showcase that? And that's mostly for me. It's editing, really, because you can make a hit sound and look like it's really brutal when it really isn't. But it's like, but like I said, it's like I'm a big film buff, and it's I've always seen it. It always bothered me because. I'm supposed to believe, what was uh, Homegirls, Colombiana, whatever. Like, I'm supposed to believe she's like a stick figure going around taking out dudes who's like 300 pounds. I'm like, I'm I'm not, no, I don't believe this. I don't believe anything that's happening and everything like that. Because it's still a movie, and I kind of, it's like an escape, you know, and I kind of want to see that. But I hear what you're saying. It's Like, it's, they, they probably are afraid because, you know, violence against women is a real thing. And. How do you balance that? Yeah, What's what a really real own?
1: thing? But I think they could switch it up because like what you're saying about body size, like for sure, if a woman is smaller in size, like she should have some blades so that when those hands come out, she's slicing and dicing. Mm. A la Villanelle and killing Eve. And so right. I think that oh, yeah. we it's need to exactly. have some shifts about how like the fighting styles we use and that I feel like first of all, most of the fighting styles used are way too similar. Like no one has a unique fighting style unless you actually have a choreographer that's really working on a stylistic thing. Sure. And so I would actually like to see more emphasis going on the individual fighting style of of the superheroes and then just making it more nuanced than I'm hitting, I'm kicking, but here are some cool weapons, here's some cool As far
0: as the fight choreography, that's something that Black Panther did really well and that uh right. in those uh those waterfall challenge day scenes they really did have some very interesting fighting styles I remember I've talked about this millions of (laughs) times with you that uh as uh, somebody that's trained martial arts for my whole entire life is uh, at one point when he's fighting M'Baku and he gets him in a a reverse triangle arm bar and I yelled up (laughs) 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 jiu-jitsu movie theater and looked like an ass but uh outside of that too in throughout the movie there was a lot of other fighting. Of course, when he takes a heart-shaped herb, then it's like more stylized and, you know, like flipping right. and off the, uh, yeah. you know, I,
1: off the would, wall stuff. That's like when we were looking for the machetes in Luke Cage and we are yeah. talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. talking about Caribbean culture right. fighting, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. with yeah. all the mention of the maroons and the nannies, like where are the machetes? Yeah. Well, uh, no, one, like, one
0: other thing though, I think um, the only tank, the only female tank that we have right now in the MCU is Valkyrie. She's right. the only yeah. person that's like, I'll take one, uh, I'll take three punches to give one. She's the only person that we have like that. And I think more characters that are like that, that are uh, female, would kind of start changing that idea of, oh no, women can't fight, women can't. Be in these sort of things. Well, we don't really uh, have any supers yet in the MCU. Well, I, I, that's, yeah, I know that's that has to problem. change. Maybe yeah. somebody, mm-hmm. if we eventually get a She Hulk movie or She Hulk, uh, like Williams. the. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm like, uh, sorry. Jared's been I don't, campaigning don't. <laughs> hard for Serena Williams to be <laughs> yeah, She Hulk. I said yeah, that.
3: Yeah, I'm just, why not? Why, why <laughs> is she, it starting She yet?
0: could just take the role. Nobody's going to stop her. She basically <laughs> is She Just follow her around every day. But I mean, as someone that watches mixed martial arts and watches a lot of the male and female fights, I. I know that there's people that are out there that can fulfill these roles, that can play Mm -hmm. these roles. It's just whether they want to or not. And luckily we're seeing a lot of people that are transitioning from uh, professional combat sports to acting now. So Mm -hmm. we'll see more Gina Caranos, more Ronda Rouseys, more Kat more of these people that uh, can actually throw hands and take a punch and make it look convincing, make it look good, and then overcome and Beat the shit out of we some We need dudes. like
1: a new generation Wesley Snipes, a competent actor with black belts.
0: <laughs> that yeah. that absolutely needs to happen. That would be awesome. Uh, does anyone else uh, in the audience have any questions or comments or anything? Really? Yes. Oh, uh, save uh, the last dance. Um.
5: <laughs> <laughs> actually, I feel like that's the one show in the Marvel comic universe that I can actually identify with. So okay. I'm Mm, and I think okay. like there are several nuances of uh,
4: post Katrina police brutality right. Yes. Right. Um, parallel to like all this Christian iconography, and yeah. like, with being in the church. Like I just think that there's so much story. Like, I mean, it's freeform. It's free on the go. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm
5: playing on that like love, love each other aspect. But yeah. I think that they have done a great job of like showing those nuances. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it's because Gina prince is you
1: know on that team. But I feel right. Like, because done the same thing in that second season. And when
5: confronted about like, you know, the, the surface level culture of Bushmaster and
1: right, the room, so right. when I heard
5: it, I was like, oh my god, they literally Wikipedia this season. They <laughs> literally <Yes, laughs> Wikipedia this. Nice. That that is. So I was right, like, very right, right. Um, and so I was watching it, and I'm like, they could have done the same thing. But when when asked about it, I don't remember if he was the producer or the director, but he said the quote was um you
1: know, there are not a lot of shows that reflect Caribbean Americans or Caribbeans in general, and they should be grateful. And I was like, nah, what I the mean, fuck? Wait a minute. Okay, so, so. Let me bring I'm, it back, that, down. That, comment bring it back down. that comment
3: is trash. Bring That comment trash. Wait I'm, a minute. I'm also talking <laughs> while trying to calm down.
1: <laughs> what? Like, literally? I'm right. what? So,
3: I'm physically what? here, and aside from the character Russell from Living Single, mm. I don't know if anybody intentionally was written to be Caribbean that had
1: we that don't influence exist of in, background in
3: showcase in their unless character.
0: They're a, unless they're a punchline. Unless you get like Hermes from Futurama or something like, like that. Or right. tra-
1: vampire jump. slayer. Remember how she said Ten when j- she j- first j- appeared j- on Buffy? She's still Ooh, working uh, and she's still pretty.
2: Yeah. So Usually the Caribbean characters, characters use that character, as a joke. I hated that
1: accent. Yeah, it's a, I love the a, representation. Yeah,
2: in many ways I, I agree with you. It's definitely, like you said, it's just a joke. It's even, like I said, all three... Luke Cage. A lot of I'm sorry. What did you
1: say? Said that? Who who made that comment? Was that the showrunner?
5: producer or the director? It was somebody that like I remember it was an article. There was a comment. But it was from someone from um,
1: Shaster, the actor Uh. Himself
5: and said, oh we we spoke to a few Jamaicans. Like,
1: it, it's not. It said my Jamaican friends. and I was like, oh, oh man,
3: man, that, yeah, sounds man. That, that, <laughs> that sounds trashy. <laughs> and, and not, right, so producer, sure, which one?
1: That sounds trashy. You know what I would like to see? I would like to see for someone to give a shit about, about the diaspora accents and dialects the way they do about British accents. Because oh, yeah. if someone went up and you know, was doing a movie and their British accent was obviously wrong, they wouldn't be taken seriously at all, period, out the gate. But the fact that people are just like, be grateful that we made an attempt, as horrible as it is, that's insulting.
0: Well, we all know why that's the case, though, too. There's no mystery why they care about these white accents a little bit more. Oh, no,
1: there's no mystery. I'm just saying I would like to see, hopefully, in the future. I do want to point out,
0: though, that the positive of what you said is uh, Cloak and Dagger. I do think that, considering that they are a freeform show and they are uh, catering to this younger audience, they do do a very good job of showing what this community is like. Um, Granted, I know uh, Terrence in particular has had some uh, gripes about uh, (laughs) black representation in the show, but I think a lot of it has to do with uh, you're dealing with like upper crusty people, like you're dealing with people that are rich. And so it makes sense that it would be segregated, that there wouldn't be that many black people in this sort of community.
1: It's just like uh, that the same thing we they saw need in Runaways, expand. though. We were like, is there no other black people in that whole town of Runaways? Absolutely, too. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <other> <laughs> <black> Has anyone <laughs> else in here <laughs> seen have the no Runaways? They yeah. yeah. Runaways, yeah. It so, yeah. gets better. It does get better, but... No, it... no more blacks. Specifically for no
0: black <laughs> representation of, like, queer teenagers and stuff, yeah. I think it, it does a pretty good job of talking about uh, talking to kids that are dealing with changing sexuality or identifying what their sexuality is. Coming um, of age, coming into your powers, yes, hand in yes. hand. Yes, it's, it's a very loose outlook. You're like, okay, I get it. I understand. Right. You're getting older and you're also maturing into powers and that's a reflection of that, whatever. And you can't forget it's the most
1: diverse Marvel show because they keep running that ad every right. time you watch that show. Yes. Yes. Every, yes. Commercial.
2: <laughs> every, every commercial. Every commercial. Look up all the diverse people on our cast. We go on walks together. I'm like, okay, we get it, fine. This is like, yeah.
0: <laughs> No, it, it is a very diverse cast and I think they should be they, they should be applauded for that however um, there's still more work to be done of course Yeah So a real quick show, show of hands just do you guys feel represented by the MCU or just uh, any of these uh, superhero shows in general? Kind of? Not re- no? I kind of yeah. liked Kid
3: Flash but you know that's not Marvel <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yes
0: Hey, oh, represent.
6: hey. Oh. And okay. I feel like, for example, Black Panther, he supposedly graduated from Oxford, physics major, PhD. go electrical engineer. MIT,
1: MIT, right.
6: They never show that in Right. No. Um, yeah. Then they reworked this character in a way where, yes, he did go into the military. Uh, he became part of the SEALs, X, Y, and Z. One of the white characters stated, oh, yeah, he you know, he usually does this. It's a state-wise vision. I was just like, "Yes,
2: that wasn't the point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just to make him look evil. So right. I feel there's proper representation, even with Miles Morales, that's like my favorite character, mm-hmm. they took Miles
1: Morales' storyline, everything, and made him with Spider-Man homecoming, it. Gave it, it to Peter. Homecoming. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I don't feel his proper, it's, of course it's approaching
6: uh, proper representation of the whole story, but to say we're like past
1: 50%? No way. Not at all. Yeah, no. Yeah, no definitely. So
6: there isn't, like, I don't have, per se, a Trinidadian uh, superhero at all. Haven't seen one yet. I'm still waiting. Uh, and even in regards to, like, educational
5: academia, they don't present it correctly. Either. Right.
6: So, I feel like it's getting
0: close, but yeah. not, as, not how I want to see What would you say is the closest representation to someone that is educationally accomplished that also has that portrayed on the screen? So,
6: Myself. Mm -hmm. He was the closest, Mm -hmm. but the last 30 minutes, they were like, it was just shooting up. Make him evil. Yeah. yeah,
3: that's You'll exactly kill right. This clown. Yeah. That's right. All his <laughs> strategy <laughs> went out the window. He had no more yeah. strategy.
1: And I just want to point out, like, what he was saying about other uh, black characters. That's the same again with Runaways that we that we were arguing about. That he's supposed to be some super genius. Oh, right. And he didn't even know how to deal with a, a broken hard drive. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> My he, like, you don't know about oh, that recovery, but gone. you're a genius. I'm like, really,
2: bro?
1: That's what we doing. So they need to <laughs> they need to make our black geniuses like Shuri, Compliment. who is, as far as I can tell, she's mo- she's. Been the most able to express her her genius level of intelligence and yeah. if in a fantastic leave way her alone and they let her flex like she's in that yeah. room by herself and nobody bothers her so she can just
5: work
3: mm. hence the great. shirt
0: let yeah, let flex. Flex. yeah let her That's flex yeah what we
1: want just, <laughs> please
0: <laughs> uh, do we have any other stuff? questions from anyone in here yes
4: well, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. And like I I think about this stuff in the mindset I'm thirty-six now and I think about well, when I was growing up, what like what I'm yeah. looking at? And I start to like deconstruct these things and well I got a little inspiration here and a little here and I've created characters in my own head um, mm-hmm. of like what their powers will be, what their mental acuity is, like all of these things I had to put together. Um And 20 years later, there's still no one who matches even a small percentage of this character that I put together.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's absolutely true. I can relate to that because I've been a fan of uh, Gina Torres since I saw her first uh, yes. little bitty, itty bitty cameo in like 94. And I remember like chasing her cameo. She was on the original Femme Nikita with Peter Wilson and she was on Xena playing Helen of Troy and then, you know, Cleopatra 25 And I was in, you know, a little kid, middle school, high school, like one day my favorite Gina Torres, just like me, she's going to get it. And now here I am in my 30s grown and I'm like, Gina? Gina, and she's, I just
3: like where'd you go? Oh, I'm Mrs. Lawrence Fishburne, and we just filmed Hannibal. You should go watch it on where's it Amazon Prime or something <laughs> like.
1: But where's the sci-fi? Yeah, like where's the- I'm still kind of waiting. I hope someone will catch Gina. Yeah. Uh,
0: once again, everyone, thank you for coming out. We are the Defended. You can find us on iTunes, on Google me. Play, on Stitcher, or on our website, uh, GiftedSounds dot com. Uh, we release every Thursday. So, any news about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, TV shows, movies, web series. Um, every single one of the shows we watch, and we will suffer through for your enjoyment, yeah, we suffer through including in things in like humans. In humans. In humans. So this is horrible. We suffer so you don't have to. Thank you very much, everybody, and hope you guys had a great con. Thank you for coming out. Thank you. Woo!
2: See y'all next time.
0: Peace.